Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. Welcome back to So-Called Parents. Um, it's good to be back, and I think we have a good uh, topic today to talk about. It just kind of came up um, recently, but one that's pretty... Um, I feel like everyone's dealing with it in some some way mm-hmm. right now. But um, we were just thinking about, you know, what, what, something that would be worth talking about. And um, we felt like we haven't really talked about money, really, with, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of different aspects of it. But one being like, how do you teach your kids about money, responsible saving, spending, um, and just... Tithing. Do- tithing stewardship uh, that kind of thing but yeah but uh, was it not that long ago was it last year maybe like at church we did a we did like um there was a money series that we went over it was longer well i feel like i don't know i honestly feel like we do one at the beginning of every year like in january yeah but that maybe that's not true but this the one you're thinking of was when wade was in preschool or maybe kindergarten. Yeah, maybe. Because <clears throat> we read a there was a book that we read with it, but The ABCs of Financial Freedom. Right, that was it. Yeah. Don't remember the author. Would be a good shout um, out. Barry Cameron. Barry Cameron, I think that's right. That sounds very familiar. But or the message series was based on the book and then they gave mm-hmm. or no, could you buy the book? I don't know. I don't remember if we bought the book or if they yeah. gave it to us. And then you could read it as we were going along too. But yeah, but it was really good. Um, <clears throat> it was very a lot of similar to like, I feel like a lot of the financial peace university stuff that we did when we were going to get married. But one of the things that we liked from it though was uh, <clears throat> what they kind of a strategy or a, what's the word I'm looking for teaching tool teaching tool i don't know with your kids though but um so the thought is that you know they like their chores that they do around the house are like their job right they're they're trying to teach how to manage money in like right. a real world situation with yeah, your home and, and and yeah in a godly way that how like that we believe we've been commanded to do <clears throat> and uh but anyway so he has we have like these three jars set up for each kid, right? Or three piggy well, you banks. Have, you or... have to back up a little bit. Okay. So they have like their jobs. Right. Which are like chores. Yeah. But it's also, it was, the you also were teaching them like to just be responsible and do their job. Like no one tells you when you go to work yeah. what to do. Yeah. Like you like have to you, do it. You show up to work and you do your job. Yeah. And right? if you don't do your job, then you, you don't, don't get, get paid. paid. Right. So they just do their job. And then in the book, he... Um, suggests that they get paid their age uh, per week their age so like if yeah. you're five years old you get paid five dollars a week yep. if you do your job yeah if you're doing your job and like he said calling it a job and not chores too right <clears throat> yeah right and then it goes up with the age and he says i think he only does it to like 14 or 15 because then they get a real, a real job then they get a real job yeah right yeah but anyway and then <clears throat> so it's teaching them like where we have these three jars right and it's like okay so you have the jar that goes to God, and that's the one you put in first, and that's you know um, a portion of what you got paid. And ten percent. So yeah, and if it works out to be ten percent, you could do that. Um, like with five dollars, ten percent is what 
like I think we did like a dollar. We or just something. did a dollar, yeah. So right. maybe it was more like twenty percent for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that just to show that concept, though, right, right? That you give a portion to God, we put that in first, and then, um, and then a portion we put in the savings, and then another portion we put in the spend jar that he could mm-hmm. save up and buy something um, that he wanted to, and it was really good. Like he, was, we put a chart on our fridge. Remember, he picked yeah. out a toy he wanted. Oh yeah, and he would work towards it, and then. Every time he got paid, he yeah. like X'd out because he would save $3 towards this toy every yeah. week. And then he put an X on it. And once he filled up the whole thing, we got to go to Target and he That's got right. to use his own money to buy right. whatever it was he was wanting yeah. to buy. And we haven't started out with Ruby yet. And really, honestly, we say we did because it's been a while because... Wade keeps reminding us. So I also offered him bonuses, which was a mistake of mine once. Yeah, but he to. like went above and beyond his normal job. Yep. And so I said, oh, you get a bonus. So now he keeps reminding me that he needs a paycheck. Right. So it's also called paycheck, not an allowance. Yep. He needs his paycheck and his bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Bonuses. Mm-hmm. But they haven't really been doing a lot of jobs. Right no, they haven't either. been very good, but we... But they, they also, if you're not getting paid... They <laughs> stopped doing it because they stopped getting paid. Yeah, so we yeah. weren't good about getting cash to get them paid. Yeah, so. that's the hard part in this cashless world is... Getting cash on hand. I wouldn't do my job if no one paid me either. Yeah, so. I wouldn't either. Yeah. But but we did like it, and it was really good, I feel like. And it is really good. No, I actually love it. I wish we would start it again. But. Yeah. The hard part is just, like you said, one, having cash on hand. I mean, like, we didn't need to go to the bank and get it started every month. Mm-hmm. But then, two, like, I guess the other part of this that we could talk about is just, and I think everyone's feeling this right now at some point in the economy. It's just like, it's tight. Like, We've got to live. Like things are tight right now, and so um, that there's any room in the budget. Like there isn't room in the budget right now yeah. for us, at least. So, and I'm well, sure. Other- I mean, if you do that math, if Wade's getting well, he's seven now, so seven dollars a week. Plus, if you started with Ruby, five dollars a week. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Twelve dollars times four. <laughs> That's like a good chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is. 48 bucks about 50 bucks a week so um or 60 50, 50 bucks a month 60 no 12 times 4 48 okay <laughs> you're better at math than i am <laughs> so about 50 bucks a month which doesn't i mean i mean that's doable we just need to make it a priority no yeah if we made a priority we could do it but it's just not yeah. we, if we don't put it in our budget sheet it's not gonna no and it's just things are like we said like Groceries are insane. Um, gas is gas insane. is insane. I mean, every we've upped our grocery budget by probably like two hundred and fifty dollars a month, and we're still it's still like every week. It seems like, and I know a lot of families are feeling that probably. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but so it's hard to make that a priority right now too. But to pay them, but I think it's something worthwhile probably. It's. No, I 100% think it is. Yeah, a good investment for him, like, Mm -hmm. to be doing that. But, yeah. But it is tough right now, though. It is. I would say it's weird because we're at a point right now where we've gotten paid more than we ever have. But, I don't know, I feel like it's tighter than it ever has been, too, though. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. I remember when we... So, when we first got married... Trent did this program where he was getting his master's mm-hmm. in the his first year of teaching. And the way it worked was that you got paid like half a 
teaching salary. Yeah. But then, and then, then the masters, they, but then they paid for your masters. Yep. And we like paid off student loans in that year that we hardly Mm -hmm. had any money, but we also looked at our paychecks and we like looked at the pay scale and I remember like going like, look at that in like 10 years, like how much money we're going to be making. Yeah. We're like, wow. That's not and even, even an since then, the amount of money that was on that sheet of paper we looked at is even higher because of negotiations every year. Right. Right. And now we're at that mark and it feels like we still don't have any money. <laughs> right. It's just tighter than ever. Yeah. But we also have three kids. Yep. And a nice house, not a tiny apartment. Yep. Some new nice cars. Well, and just things happened too. Like we had to buy a car for you when we didn't want to. Right. Just because it, like our game plan was to, to only ever have one car payment. Yeah. And but then, we're we bought much? we bought you a car, and three months later, my car broke down and forced us to buy a second yeah, car. Yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah, it was to the point where to fix your car it would have cost more than the car was worth. So right. we were like, oh, great. So the responsible thing to be would have been to just buy like a junker over and over for you until we could have been a spot where we could get you a car, but but also we like to have reliable transportation. So I just because of where we live and since I transport the kids a lot, I don't want to be stuck somewhere with my three kids on the side yeah. of the road somewhere. Yeah, which could still happen with a nice vehicle. No, but, it could. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's more likely to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you're, yeah, and I get that, and I agree with that, but, so yeah, but things happen, life happens, right, and then, yeah, it's just always something, you know, when you own a house too, but. Use sports. Use sports. <laughs> and I, But all that stuff is like optional stuff, right, but. No, we, we could yeah. save a lot of money if we didn't want to live the lifestyle that we live. Yeah, but, or just like have our kids do these things that's what know. i mean though like yeah. we don't have to do some of these things yeah but we i know but when you say the word lifestyle you make it sound like we live some lavish lifestyle. well that's not true we do not live a lavish <laughs> yeah. lifestyle at all like, i don't know that's just <laughs> when i hear that like that sentence that's what sorry I think. i'm like i don't want to paint i mean we're not eating out at uh red lobster or anything nope just runs a yeah every once in a while <laughs> twice a month yep. <laughs> but yeah but yeah but if we didn't want to put our kids in those things but but we do because I think that's valuable for him too. But yeah, but I guess where I was going with that though is like sometimes we it, when on those tight months, like this thought can sneak into your mind where you look at that, you're looking in the budget and you look at that tithe section, like you're thinking how much you're giving to the you know to the church. And you're like, man, that would go such a long ways, and it's a thought that creeps in that's not a good thought but um and just staying true to that principle i guess in those moments um and yeah i mean we've we've been able to do that i think mainly because of how we have it set up to give like it's automated for us yeah it just gets pulled out on the day after we get paid so it's not sitting in there all yeah which is good and that's what i think we need because if it was like you know, like the old physical, take the money to the church for us. I could, it would just be harder. Mm-hmm. And like in these months, you'd be like, man, like look at this chunk that we maybe just keep, it would be easy to justify, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's just keep it this month. And <clears throat> really kind of showing our lack of faith if we would do that. Right. You know, but yeah. But I do think like when we're 
consistent and tithing, even though, let's be honest, most months we're not even thinking about the fact that we tithe. It's just coming out, like you said. Yep. But I do think that there's, like, you hear the stories all the time of people who feel like they don't want to tithe, but then they keep tithing, and then all of a sudden they get thousands of dollars that show up. I've always wanted to be that person. <laughs> but Yeah. But really, the way that some of our months end and we're cutting it real close like there's still like we're still being provided for all the time like we've never really been in a financial bind mm-hmm. by any means yep well i think that's a misconception sometimes that people think like oh i'm i'm gonna tithe fully and i'm gonna have these lavish financial blessings showered down upon me no i agree but you do like hear those stories yeah. you know what i mean and you're like i want to be the person yeah. who gets thousands of dollars because right. I, because i was faithful <laughs> right yeah and i think I'm, that's what i'm saying i think that's a trap that yeah people can think of and that's not what's promised to us at all really you know i guess i wasn't saying that it's just like those mm-hmm. like i was just saying yeah okay like you hear those stories and you're like that'd be cool if that happened yeah. to me yeah yeah that's not the reason I'm tithing. I'm not tithing so I can get <clears throat> thousands of dollars back. Yeah. I like one time uh, in our series, we were talking about money. Um, our pastor mentioned that, you know, tithing, it's like uh, that God did this because of, he knew who our hearts and how we can get um, selfish and want more and more and more, right, and greedy. Like tithing is like a safeguard against that you know Mm -hmm. just like you take safeguards to protect your marriage like you know you don't look at certain things you don't go to certain places you don't do these things and it's just like that it's a safeguard for greed too um which i thought was a really good way of putting it as well but yeah i I was just uh i thought of this verse when we were talking about this and this is first timothy six um seven through ten i think I think it kind of goes along with this. It says, after all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered far from the true faith, and pierce themselves with many sorrows. Um, So I just think, like, you know, I think tithing is one of those, like I said, a safeguard that protects us from those many sorrows that can come along if you get so focused on, you know, gaining more money, getting more wealth, which, you know, if that happens for you, that's not a bad thing, but when that's your sole goal, sole purpose, I think that it brings more havoc Mm-hmm. Then it does good. So I also, I like the part in that verse where it just talks about being content. Because also, especially where we live, it's really easy to compare yourself to other people and the things other people have and their financial oh, situations. Yeah. yeah. We live in a, I would think what people would consider a wealthy, most people at are pretty well off around here. Like there's big fancy houses. It seems like, like it, right? Yeah. It seems like it. Yep. So that's why it's easy to compare, but it's, you also don't know like the state of the, yeah, you don't really, I mean, we don't really know what everyone's financial situation is like. Um, <clears throat> you can maybe have an idea, right. Or 
And I think some people, I mean, you don't know that, like, the amount of debt or anything. Whether they're tithing. Right, yeah. And a lot of people probably don't, which, I mean, you know, is money that goes into the budget also. But, um, yeah, and like I said, you don't know the the actual picture. But, yeah, I would agree that it does seem, it's hard when you live in, a, in an area and you're like, it's hard not to compare to other people. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do like that part about that verse too. Like, it's you know, do you have? Are you taken care of? Do you have food? Do you have clothes? Um, so then, what are you? What do you have to be? You know, not content about. Um, so yeah, but sometimes it's easy to get wrapped up in that, for sure. Sometimes, though, I think even our kids can kind of notice it too, though, because they'll say something about like, "Well, so and so has this, or can I have this?" Like, so and so. And everyone does that as kids, but yeah, it's just uh, like you learn to compare yourself really early. Yeah, and yeah, you probably do. Yeah, you're right. Yep, and it's yeah, and it's teachable, teachable moments and stuff like that. A lot of conversations to have with that too. We have had conversations with Wade about we can't just go buy this because we have to save money for. Yep. This or we budget, have yeah. to use our money to live in this house. <laughs> yeah, we have to do. Yeah, certain things you have to do. And right, those are all good, <clears throat> healthy conversations to have. You know, like hey, you don't just you don't just get to spend money on whatever you want. Like you have to save or budget mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah, it's a fine line because <laughs> you also don't want to put such an emphasis on money. Like because uh, then, like even. It's funny how they connect dots because, like, when he talks about what he wants to be when he grows up, I'm going to be a football player and a farmer, and I'm going to have so much money. I'm going to be rich. Like, he'll say that. And I'm like, okay, like, that's not a bad thing. But, like, at the same time, don't know that it's not the driving force mm-hmm. in your life. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's that's always – that temptation's always going to be there for everybody. So it's just funny how young you can start to see it. Mm-hmm. But, but I did, well, you just said this too, it is a fine line because you don't want to not talk about it and not teach about it either because it's mm, a really, it's, it's a really important life skill. Yeah. And we're called to be good stewards mm-hmm. with what we've been given and to honor God with our money. So I will say one of the best things we ever did when we were engaged in doing premarital counseling, we did Dave Ramsey's financial, financial peace. Um, yeah. Financial peace. And even though we don't follow it super carefully always, we have go through seasons where we're really good and seasons where we're really bad. <laughs> but yeah. it gave us a good like foundation for how to manage our money and stuff like that. Yeah. And just like how to develop a budget. Right. Like it was really good and how to stick with that. And that's the only reason we were able to pay off some loans that for our first year. Marriage. Oh, for sure. It's because we followed his stuff and we did the debt snowball mm-hmm. thing and, um, and it worked. So it does work. And, it was and I don't know how I don't know how much that has changed. That was ten years yeah. ago. So yeah. I don't I'm sure maybe some of his strategies have changed, changed probably, yeah. with the times. Yeah. Yeah, but I know some people like, that or like like the ABCs of financial freedom are they're pretty similar, but I just yeah. liked both of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure and, and I know some people disagree with some things about his and <clears throat> about Ramsey and and some people really like it, but no, it was good well, for us. Well, there were a couple of things when we were doing it too that we were like, mm. yeah, like, like buy a house in cash. Like yeah, we're not ever, we're happen. not ever doing that. Yeah, what life is that? <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> you're gonna buy a house when we're 63 like, yeah no thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah well then now especially like if you're renting rent's insane around here too mm-hmm. i mean that's the other thing when we were married <clears throat> rent was reasonable i felt yeah. like still so yeah. and we had a one bedroom apartment and just the two of us so if we didn't eat a ton it wasn't a big deal like mm-hmm. you, there weren't children well and you were depending on your food like there yeah and i remember a lot of nights you had class at in the evenings a lot and i would just not eat because yeah. i didn't have to feed anyone this mm-hmm. is like i'll just eat this bag yep. of popcorn and call it good yep. i ate a lot of dollar uh chicken tacos at taco bell on the yeah. way so but now we have to feed children yep got it it's frowned must, upon if you don't know. must keep them alive mm-hmm. yep yeah but yeah all good stuff good things to talk about um <clears throat> yeah we hope you you know enjoyed and uh remember if uh God has kids in your life, then we believe that you've been so called to be a parent. Thanks. Thanks.